Hey guys, what's up? This is David from Common RDW here, and you're listening to Binge Blast, the show where we talk about what we've been playing slash watching in this quarantine time. Uh, if you're listening to this in post, you didn't catch us live at twitch.tv slash Common RDW, where we record these podcasts live. You can be in the chat audience, like Mix and Nikkei and all these other dope people in chat right now. I'm here this week with uh, Connor. Hey guys. And his awesome girlfriend danielle hi and then we also have a friend of the show fellow streamer content creator cosplayer uh wandering chaos hey everyone this, do i do i call you just wandering chaos the whole time or do i say nick um you can use nick you can use wandering okay. Titus. i'm gonna just, I'm just say nick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just say nick uh but yeah thank you so much for tuning in guys Thank you so much for being on the show, Nick. Uh, we have quite a bit to go through this week. Um, but first off, I want our viewers that don't know you to introduce yourself. Uh, who are you, Nick? What do you do? Uh, hi, everyone. Uh, uh, Nick, everyone calls me Wandering or Titus. Uh, I'm just an all-around general nerd. I cosplay a lot. Um, stream, workout. Uh, I play fighting games competitively, so I've been in the FGC for a minute. Uh, not good, but I've won some stuff. Better than to... me. <laughs> Better than me, for sure. Yeah, I used to play Overwatch competitively, and then I dropped out, because I just, like, wanted to... Because Overwatch is Overwatch, yeah. Yeah, just to time investment when you do a team sport. Um, but yeah, so, just a general nerd. I am on TikTok. I am pretty much on all social media. Doing, having a good time, spreading love and positivity of cosplay. Um going to events but right now we're in quarantine so i can't go anywhere so i'm just like you yeah know. dude how's it been uh d going for you like since you're like a cosplayer and you usually like you had events lined up but now it's like you can't go anywhere so i guess now you're just putting those efforts into what's it call it um i guess streaming now i guess yeah and more or less putting efforts into streaming uh, i've been doing videos with other cosplayers um like spreading positivity talking mm -hmm. about like positivity in the cosplay community and how like things change and uh people of color and just shedding you know my view of the light yeah. um yeah and just like doing things with people i know physically and engaging with my audience because mm -hmm. now that they physically can't see me in person i all i can really do is just showcase videos and showcase other people that are positive too yeah um like now is the perfect time to just start yeah networking with other people so, and helping each other grow in the best way we can i guess right now exactly. we can. it's kind of interesting that this has brought up a lot of opportunities that might not have been available before all this like small example is at my school they're bringing in zoom meetings of directors and cinematographers i would have never had interactions with prior to all this happening mm-hmm Mm -hmm. Like, uh, M I talked directly one on one for about five minutes with the director and DP of um, Empire. Oh, that's cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. Dude, I know they filmed that here. Yeah, hmm. they're, they're still, it's actually, it was mid season when all this happened. So I'm actually trying to get on the show when it opens back up. Yeah, that'd be an opportunity. Hey, good Yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, but, uh, so everyone in here in chat, everyone listening is here to hear us rant about our favorite games. Hell anime yeah. movies manga if you're reading it comics whatever this is just an intake of media and we're gushing about it tossing out recommendations to you guys if you like anything that you hear in the show for sure look it up get back to us and uh yeah so let's get started uh i'm actually gonna let the guests go first so nick tell me a little bit about what's going on on the overwatch side of things 
Uh, okay, Overwatch. Recently, we just had a new character come out named Echo. Uh, she's kind of like a robot character with her ult. She can copy anybody else's ult. She effectively copies that character for a good couple seconds, and then if you raise your ult for that character, you can effectively have that character use her ult, which is pretty cool yeah, per situation. Um, she just came out like maybe two weeks ago, and I'm just learning a player. Um, so, and I just got a new mouse for my computer. Uh, so I'm like, I'm learning how to shoot again, but it's good time. Did you usually play on controller or did you always play on mouse and keyboard? Um, I play weird. So like the best way to describe it is like I use mouse and keyboard. Okay. I mean, oh my God, keep no controller and mouse. So like my oh. right side, I'm like aiming with the mouse and stuff. And then I move, um, with, I have a controller plugged in. And I like move with the analog stick on the left oh, that's side. That's why you needed that hybrid mouse because you're basically yeah, yeah, yeah. doing that anyway. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. the mouse helps, but I still play like this. It's just I wanted like the mouse to like have less strain on my uh, wrist because I'm, I'm moving so fast, I'm doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, because my I do technically Street Fighter inputs on the analog or like tech inputs, which is not traditional movement, and it throws people off when they're shooting someone like doing a sure you can move man they're like why is he moving like that and they're getting you know your shot so cool 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 uh so like have you been like i remember you told me how you usually play like do you play just casually because you said you used to be ranked in it but um, uh you just play usually play like arcade and if someone needs you if someone summons your lucio you will then go to rank and help them yeah effectively yeah i'll mm-hmm. play if someone needs a flex um DP, not DPS, tank or support, I'll play with them. Um, but more recently, I've just been like playing arcade with friends and whoever's streaming, uh, anybody in my audience, just like, because it's a good way to interact with people and it's still fun. And then I'll wear cosplay on my stream sometimes and that gets people really excited because they're like, oh my God, you're dressed up as a character, mm-hmm. doing things as the character and playing. And it's like people get really excited about that. So, yeah. I used to play, like, when I, two years ago, like I said, I used to play competitively, like, like on the actual team and we went to tournaments and stuff and i've won two tournaments and like i said Ooh. i just dropped out because time investment but there are i have video footage on youtube of me playing weirdly which a lot of people judge me for because like he's playing a controller but he also uses a mouse it's like what so he's crossing the streams oh my god <laughs> yeah it's different but it gets the job done okay yeah um like usually when you bring up overwatch people they're just like ew but yeah. it's good to know that, uh, I mean, like, I think a good amount of your audience right now is just mainly, like, kind of like a mix of Overwatch and fighting game people. So, mm-hmm. like, you're you're uh, still catering to that niche audience, I guess. So that's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. I've pulled people from other things, too, is because I play a lot of stuff. I just mm-hmm. like to play games. Yeah, man. That's the, that's what we're trying to do right now in this time. We're socializing. We're self-isolating, but we're not doing it alone. We're doing it with people online. We're basically going, we're, we're hitting, we're crossing the streams and interacting via games. That's what, that's what I'm trying to say. It's, it's good. It's good. It's All good right. Stuff. Awesome. Um, so let me, uh, let me swing it over to Connor. Hey. Tell me, uh, you, I think you, this is a typo in the notes. Kono, Konosuba, right? Yeah, that's, it's a typo in the notes. Okay. It's Konosuba. Yeah, yeah. I, I you started it from, from the beginning. From the beginning, I'm halfway through season Show's one. So I've funny, never, bro. I've never watched it before. I, it hurts to breathe well. after watching that. It's the funniest thing. Yeah, I get the I hype on it. Konosuba. It was like I one of my favorite animes it. of that year when I watched it. 
Um, but like, it's it's not been at the forefront of everything I've been doing. I just want to put that as an honorable mention because I just started it. It's funny. If you haven't watched it, I highly suggest it. It's an isekai or isekai of this dude who dies and gets you know thrown into a uh, RPG world, but he gets to take one item with him, and out of revenge, he decides to take this blue hair angel. Or no, is she a god? Yeah, she's a god. She's, she's okay, blue hair god. god. Yeah. yeah. With it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're just getting all kinds of hijinks and a bunch of stuff. There's a movie out apparently with Yeah, the, I need to watch the movie. Yeah. Apparently the 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 uh it's original too. demon that is in there, like one of the main demons and there's a uh uh hermaphrodite. Mm-hmm. And it, <laughs> it's really there's a lot Oh, they make a lot of fun jokes in here. Dude, yeah, uh, it's, it's like Konosuba's basically like kind of like a it's like a harem but it also like takes shots at it. it's like imagine a harem with all sexy girls but the main character but they're like they're all so shitty as people yeah. that the main character dude is just like i don't want anything to do I'm with you fucking people fuck like i hate like, you all he literally like he ends up saying that he wants to bring the god uh, the goddess with him down to the real uh to the the, the new world that he got Where, yeah. to, but she's just like oh what are you trying to do with me he's like shut up i'm literally bringing you as a tool like i don't care <laughs> like i literally don't care about you and then he ends up getting in all these silly ass situations the writing is so good like yeah highly suggest i, I love i love with... saying they like it too I love the little the little uh, team ship between him and um, I'm gonna say her name wrong, but Mi- Miga, what's the the name? little the, the little fire witch girl Explosion! and how they just and how they, <laughs> and how they just walked to go blow up shit. Yeah, they were just training her explosions. <laughs> and then, did you finish the season? No, no, God, no, okay, I have not okay. finished the season it's, yet. Oh per, they, call back, they call back to that later on. And it is oh, the funniest God. shit, bro. It's oh, I can't wait. I have to watch it. Oh, Megumi. How many seasons Meg- are there? Megumi, that's her name. Megumi. Thank you. Yeah. There's uh, two now... seasons in the movie. Okay, so I, do, I can blow through that pretty easily. Oh, it's, if I... it's so funny, bro. It's so good. It was one of those things that, like, there's two things that consume my life right now, unfortunately. School and fucking Persona 5 Royal, which mm-hmm. I'll get on that Ooh, later. P5. Ooh, P5. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, highly suggested if no one, if you're not watching I Konosuba right now in chat, or you're yeah. listening, you're not watching Konosuba, watch that. Watch that shit. It's it's, good. it's just funny. Yeah. Um. And, yeah. What were you about to say? I was gonna say. I mean, there's a little bit of plot, but don't watch it for plot. Don't be like, ooh, this is East K. That's watch gonna it have to laugh. Watch it to yeah. laugh. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Dope. 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 Anime. Anime. Uh, let's, anime. Let's, let's move back. Let's uh, let's stick on the animation side of things. And uh, Danielle, you said uh, that you were watching uh, an animation that I actually want to watch, a cartoon that I want to watch, which I think might be like one of the last shows on Cartoon Network right now that I actually like care about. Uh, you're watching Infinity Train. Yeah, actually, um, I just finished season two. Oh, there was a like, season think... two. Yeah. Yeah. What? So season. Season one came out like I think last year, maybe maybe uh-huh. like eight or ten episodes, and then season two came out. I think it was like another ten episodes. I don't know. I had to go home to my parents' house, watch it on their Xfinity cable type of thing, you mm-hmm. know, with the remote control that you can speak. Oh, so into. you can like um, so you don't have to dig online to find the episodes. I I'm not that savvy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not I'm not that tense. I just wait, and then it's like oh. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so a little bit about Infinity Train. You first meet this girl named Tulip, and she's on a train. Um, 
it's kind of like, what are you doing here? What is this number on your hand? And like, what does it mean when it goes up or when it goes down? And then she, um, the goal, the obvious goal at the beginning is like, get through the cart to the next cart. And then mm -hmm. each cart changes. And you find like different characters that like help her along the way. But like season two is kind of interesting um, in itself because you're, introduced to a new character a new main character basically mm -hmm. um and you're not even with the person from the first season but you get to see more behind the scenes of the workings of the train because you get a little taste of that at the end of the first season of like what does this train do what is it about uh who's behind it who's running it and then so in season two you get more of that um, so is each individual car you said each individual car is like its own world like different realities yeah. or something yeah yeah so like the commercial you see she has like corgi and so like in that world uh, the uh, tula like talks to corgis that can talk and stuff like that and so but then the next world could be even more dangerous where everything's all chrome and like her you know, reflections have a mind of their own kind of mm -hmm. thing so like you could technically i don't i don't know if you could die in this situation but there are like scary trains where you can die uh, <laughs> or you know trains where you could live there forever um, huh. The actions that you do in the train change your number. One cool thing about um, Infinity Train, it was one of those Cartoon Network shows where it like it had a pilot years before it actually got oh, to the channel. Yeah, I and like saw like, it on Instagram. Yeah, it was it was so cool. So that's why when I had when I go to my parents' house, I'm like, I have to I have to like now's my chance to watch it. So um, it was super cool. Even my sister just like in the living room not even really watching it she was like wow that was really cool and mm -hmm. um definitely not like your basic kid tv show yeah, a little like scary deep. a little sci-fi yeah very deep very like emotional because i remember like in like, the beginning of the like a clip i saw it was like her parents basically got or were announced were telling her that they were getting divorced it's not a spoiler it's like super early in the show that, that you find this out but um yeah and then they just touch on that whole situation of a kid finding out that their parents are splitting up and she's going through mm -hmm. a whole thing because i think she was trying to do something with school or something and then she's having her own little thing and it's it's like really well written like some people in the comments on that video were just like i feel like i saw something i shouldn't have <laughs> like, oh yeah like, like I feel even season two like season two gets even deeper and in, in a different way with different like issues so mm -hmm. to speak and it's like whoa cartoon network are you my therapist now like right? what are you doing right. like <laughs> but it was yeah, it man. was really cool and i should i definitely recommend watching season one and then watching season two yeah i'm um, sure gonna pick it up you know, i need to watch it gotta figure out how to you know let everyone else watch it mm -hmm. unless you guys all want to take a trip to my parents place <laughs> we all just watch it on the tv but yeah it's it's a really good show and everyone should definitely check it out in the characters there's like scary characters and there's also funny like comedic reliefs and also just like what's going on kind of yeah. like a sci-fi stranger things type of feel of like what what is going on i have to watch the next episode to figure out like what what is happening being away at that puzzle like what does the train mean kind of thing those are like the best type of shows for me i love just like trying to figure out what the lore is and mm -hmm. it constantly drawing me back to what is going on yeah like i like I'm surprised like or it's like yeah, Cartoon Network. Yeah, like preteen, deeper meeting type of cartoons. Like those are really good. Steven Universe yeah. man. Basically. Basically. Yeah. Um, but cool. Thank you for bringing that in, Danielle. I you reminded me that I need to actually check that show out. 
uh, myself, yeah. so I'm probably going to go back and watch that, bring that up on another episode in the future. Um, I'm going to talk about one of my things now. Let's see, what should I talk about? Okay, I'm going to save, I'm going to save Ninjala for last, because... Oh, this is so good. Uh, but um, I'm going to talk about this game that uh, I played very quickly on uh, my own time not too long ago. Uh, and I had it for free for the Epic Game Store. And it actually was pretty clutch. Like, I got uh, a little toasty and played it myself. I got a little toasty and played it, you know. But um, <laughs> uh, this game is called A Short Hike. Um, it's basically a game through, like I said, the Epic Games Store. I don't know if you can get it, uh, anywhere else, but it's kind of like, uh, one of those journey-like games where it's like you can finish it in a short amount of time. Like, you can basically finish it, um, like in, I think I finished it in, like, two or three hours. No, not even three hours. I probably beat it in, like, an hour and a half, honestly. Oh, that's really short. Yeah, it's, like, really short. It's, like, really, it's, like, a short, sweet little, um little game that you can play through very replayable very zen it's like if you just want to relax especially now like this game is a really good game to play now because it takes place it basically like you're playing as this uh this little bird girl named claire and uh, i guess she ends up going to like a forest preserve uh mountain range with her auntie and her sisters or her like her family and then uh, the auntie is like hey you should climb this mountain and she's like, why? And she's the auntie's like, because I did it. Your mom did it. It's a good hike. You should go for a short hike. And then Claire's just like, okay, uh, huh. bye. And then you just go. So then that's all you get as far as the objective of the game is like, okay, I guess I'm going to the top of this mountain. So then you just start walking. You talk to other NPCs. And um, and then you start getting like little missions. Like one kid wants you to collect like 15 seashells across the whole map. And then another kid is like, hey, get me like uh eight sticks or something and then um there's like another uh two people that you meet that are like part of a climbing group and you can they teach you how to climb things um but the main way you really get your elevation is by collecting these golden feathers which you first get your first golden feather by i think buying it and it's like 50 50 cents or 50 gold or whatever and you also can find like money and stuff throughout the mountain range too but then the uh, when you get the golden feather that allows you to flap your wings once and also it gives you like a little bit of time to climb vertically so um once you get your first feather basically you're just like oh i can move around so much more now so then um you can like actually start climbing the peak um you can start climbing the trail you can actually start getting to other parts of the map that you couldn't get to before and um it just it plays so well also when you jump off the things if you just hold down the jump button you can glide so there's no fall damage in this game at all it's That's like very cool. chill that way and Dang. um yeah, and the graphical style is kind of like a high-end SNES game um, or like a very high-end PlayStation 1 game. That's like kind of what I imagine these graphics to be because they're clearly 3D, but they have like this pixelated look to them. And it's like really, it's like kind of nostalgic looking actually. Um, and the music is really good. It changes up um, actively depending on where you're at in the game. Um, the the sound effects it's like seeing a game that looks this way with the sound effects of like now it's very very nice actually so yeah i suggest people check out a short hike like i said i got it on the epic game store i don't know how much it cost i'd say maybe 15 bucks maybe 20 but if you just want like a nice chill time if you can get a coupon or something for sure 
look at this. I got a question. Game. Yes. Is is the golden feathers consumables? Yeah. So you get the okay. you they you can keep them, but it's like they reset when you touch the ground, or um yeah they reset when you touch the ground, but oh, they okay. you dispense them when you flap your when you basically double jump or when you are climbing. Okay, so as, as you get more and more, you can get to greater and greater heights, but uh, it's it's like the link jump. Yeah. In, in Breath of the Wild. Okay, I got you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really good. So This yeah, honestly really looks like a fun little $15 Dude, it's, game. it's really nice, man. It's super zen. Like I said, if you just get something, get a little, little pumpa, you know, just zen <laughs> out and play it. I got it. That, that's basically what I did. And I was just, I was zen, bro. It, oh, it was so nice. It was so nice. So, yeah, if you like, if you like games like Journey or Abzu, um, you would like I need the to short play hike. Journey. Yeah, dude, same thing. Pop, pop, play Journey. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's good. Um, but, yeah, that's that's one of my things. A short hike. Really good game. Uh, let's see. How about we go from a short hike to a long journey? <laughs> and you can tell uh. me about freaking uh onward danielle and connor oh my god onward i didn't know we were talking about that today yeah oh. I, pu- <laughs> I, pu- I, pu- I popped onward on my list because i want to chat about it onward honestly is a hidden fucking gem of a movie you said it's a I, hidden gem it's a hidden gem here's why like obviously it's a disney movie and obviously it did get like broadcasted but it never felt to me like the hype Disney movie of the season. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it didn't feel to me like it was going to be a Frozen or something where it's like everyone wanted to watch it, right? Yeah. So I kind of like threw it to the bypass. On top of that, it it came out around Corona, so it only had a two-week release event. Yeah, literally like all the- two weeks after me and Aisha saw it, they actually were like, yeah, we're going to just put this on Disney XD. I mean, uh, Disney Plus. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Disney XD. Um, and so we finally got around to watching it, and um, I'm gonna be honest, I cried like a bitch. Ooh, so that must be good. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's got a lot of dad dead dad stuff. Yeah, I, I told you that's I told you at home. <laughs> yeah, ending probably um, had you dying. <laughs> but and I and I think I think Danielle will will um, agree to this. It's honestly a really good movie too. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah. Like it's well written. It's really fun. The world's interesting. Like. And it's got two great voice actors. It's got um, Tom Holland and uh, yeah, Chris Pratt. Mm-hmm. What? Yep. Yeah, Tom Holland in this. Yeah, yeah he Tom is Holland, the lanky the one, and Chris Pratt is the brother. But boy, I tell you, that ending pissed me just off just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think I know why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but Nick, have you not seen it? Uh no, I have Disney Plus. I'm gonna go I'd see it. I recommend it. it. I recommend yeah, it. it's just I was an afternoon check it out yeah like the world that it's in um just like how it adapts to like our world you know a dragon is a dog and i'm like that that i found was like the hilarious thing was like this dog they did so well with the characteristics Mm -hmm. it's a dragon and he's just like i don't know that's what i thought was funny it's like it's like its own little awkward izakai but it just takes the properties from my world and just takes all the fancy stuff right well would it be an izakai it's because they didn't be like it because it's like modern technology in a world of fantasy. So uh, it it's a world. Like yeah, that. literally. Yeah, yeah. The, the idea is, is that it's a fantasy world that evolved. That magic was relevant, but then everyone realized how hard magic was. So they started up coming up with ideas to make it easier. And oh. so they went through evolution. So mm-hmm. it's still monsters. There's no humans in this. It's still all monsters who take up the world. But 
now they just live in a modern day age because they invented electricity and went through the evolutionary steps that we did. Yeah, low key, I'm like, I wish it was more fantasy than it actually was because I was like, yeah. this is a good world, but it's basically scene, ours. The it's... fight scene at the end was fantastic. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Holy so, crap! So, so another way to compare it is like a a, a, a child, lighthearted, bright, except just monsters instead of like. It's basically uh, like it's it's it was funny to me watching this because I listened to a D and D campaign uh, from College Humor, and it was basically um, modern day fantasy. It was literally this movie in their D and D campaign, um, and that's this was like a year ago when I listened to that D and D campaign. But it was like just modern day tropes, but it was just in a world of fantasy. So just seeing this i was just like oh that's like other i've seen other people take this approach before but it, yeah i really like the world that they were in um they they always call back to like oh when how things used to be with the world of magic and xyz and i'm just like i would have loved if they just expanded more on this specific world instead of making this like it's a charming story but i'm like i wanted to i would love to see more of this like the past of this world or whatever you so, think it has potential for a sequel no, it's, uh, it's a one-off. No. It's a one-off. No, it's yeah. a one-off. Dude, I want a sequel. I mean, I want more of this world and this yeah. like exploration. Maybe not a sequel, but just a movie in the same universe. I think someone oh, mentioned yeah, how I'd this take is that. the first Pixar yeah. movie that doesn't take place on Earth. Like, right? Earth isn't actually a place. This is the first movie Ooh. they made where it's a whole fantasy world. Yeah. So Ooh. some people are like, yeah, this could be the beginning of an original Pixar movie universe. Which would be I'm dope. Like, oh, I'd cool. be down for this. Yeah, but I, I think like it's just I think it's a just Pixar headed yeah. thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I didn't even sure. think of it like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't notice that until like, someone pointed it out. Yeah. Now, like, how do you fit this into the whole Pixar? You can't. It's its uh, own thing. Canon yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, but also like they start people started debunking all that the Disney Pixar universe stuff. I think t Frozen Two actually debunked most of that theory. To be yeah. Honest. Yeah. Because there's the whole theory that the tar, you know, Tarzan's parents is actually uh, Elsa's and then parents, but Frozen Two just debunks the crap out of it. Yeah, right, right. But yeah, good movie. If you have an afternoon, check out Onward. Highly recommended. Uh, how would you rank it personally, like in the uh, world of Pixar movies? How would you rank it mm. on your own thing? Um, I give it an eight out of ten. If that's that's not what you're asking. <laughs> I, like I couldn't, I couldn't give it. In, like, like if someone the, never saw a Pixar movie in in their life, and they were like, "Give me f five movies to watch," would you say this? I would put it in the top five. Yes, I would put oh. it in the top five. Okay. Here's why. Here's, here's <laughs> why. like, <laughs> here's why. Because if if you do the other four as classic Pixar movies, like Toy Story and and whatever, this is the new gen. Okay. You know what I mean? This yeah. would be the okay. Here's the four really good ones. Now here's the new generation of Pixar. Here's okay. the thing: you don't see like Cars. You got Lightning McQueen. You got Mater. You got these characters that that stick with you. I'm gonna say I don't even remember the boy's name or the brother's name. Husky Boy and Skinny Boy. Like yeah, it's not yeah. a. That's not a Lightning McQueen or a Mater. I mean, well, it was good. Yeah, I wouldn't like, say they're as marketable as like other Pixar. Uh, yeah, honestly, the the Minotaur are. Uh, Yes, she was my favorite. I don't remember anyone's names though, like like yeah. Danielle said. I don't remember anyone's names. Well, maybe yes. well because they're yeah. general names because they're normal names. That's what it is. Yeah. Lightning McQueen and Mater, those aren't normal names. They yeah. stick with you. But their their names are like Sean and like everyday names, so it's it's not gonna 
you know, stick out to you mm-hmm. as much. Right. And another thing, a lot of those other Pixar movies got spinoff shows. That every I would be down almost with every show Pixar this. show or something got a spinoff show or extra short that like indulged those characters into our minds a lot mm-hmm. more. Like right, right, Hero right. Six got a cartoon that I'm watching on Disney Plus right now, and I was like, was this clean. is so good. Mm-hmm. So like, I feel yeah. like because of the Corona thing, this movie didn't have that potential to even get like a spinoff show mm-hmm. so they might do a short or something else you know no, i feel like it could still get a show i would like I to see like them because... do like another short maybe like 30 minutes at max where they just like yeah. actually um because like where they actually go more into the world of fantasy of this world because like i said that they have a whole thing they could go into on this yeah show, but... mm-hmm. it was still a good fight the, watch the, the fight movie scene. Okay, I'm going to watch it. Let's see. Uh, what should we talk about? Ooh, Thunder. Uh, let's see. Uh, tell me, Nick. Talk to me hi, about hi. Child of Light. Because Ooh. I started playing that years ago and I never went back to it. Okay. So, Child of Light. Um, Where do I start? Basically, it's your uh, side-scroller puzzle platformer game that's also an rpg but okay. they treat it like a turn-based action rpg in a way yeah you yes you have like you take turns but like during your turn you also can interrupt the enemy's turn and like effectively like mm-hmm. prolong your turn because um the way it, it plays it plays really differently too because like um if you're playing a controller effectively you're using your right analog mm-hmm. to control like this little fairy thing to like pick up items and stuff, and then your uh, left analog is to move around. But you still have the classic platformers left. You jump, you, uh, you fly, um, you do whatever, find little items, everything, little puzzles that here and there. Um, mm-hmm. I'm confused in the story. <laughs> I'm only on, like, chapter four, but I'm enjoying it so far, and I think it's... I don't... I think it's a dream. I don't know. But the game is really well done. It came out, like, 2013 okay, about a long time ago. I, yeah. I think I first played it on Xbox 360. I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then the only reason why I even considered it is because a lot of my friends who play other uh, RPGs and stuff they said you gotta play this game. It's hmm. so different. It's cool. I haven't heard anyone mention Child of Light in years. Yeah, yeah. And like I was at Magfest, which is a, a video game convention oh, yeah, yeah. slash uh, concert thing. Mm-hmm. And like one of the concerts, I was sitting in with some friends. The whole crowd went mad when they started to hear music from this game. And I was like, what is this from? And everyone said, this is Child of Light. You haven't played Child of Light? You haven't played Child of Light? And I was like, what? What the heck is Child of Light? So, like, I'm guessing this is just one of those, like, indie video game gems that if you've yeah. never played. The art definitely. style, I remember back in the day, like, the art style was really, really good. Like, it looked like a mm. whole interactive storybook. Um, I heard, like, the, I think there was, like, Metroidvania aspects to this. Or, like, there was, like, a weird backtracking or something like that. Yeah, like, yeah, it definitely has a Metroidvania feel. Yeah. Uh, so, think if, like, you play a Metroidvania, except, like, with, like, more puzzles and you can fly and mm-hmm. there's an action. Instead of, like, shooting enemies when you get into a combat, you're fighting sometimes five to four enemies by yourself using abilities. And you don't, but it's, do you get support or anything like that? Or no, is it just her? Um, from what I've played so far, it's just yourself. But... Like I said, you're not technically fully by yourself because that little, the, the little, um, the, the little, little blue fireball thing. Yeah, the yeah. fireball thing you control is your party member, and that's what you use to interrupt enemies. So, like, if it's your turn, uh, before every attack, you have a certain amount of time before you can actually do the attack, and then you can use that blue thing to like 
flash over enemies do an ability to like slow their turn and then if you attack them before their turn gets oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get delayed even more so you're just getting more time you can it's just almost, it's kind of like a juggling game kind of like, yeah yeah uh, managing uh stuff yep and you can totally just like <laughs> wipe a whole party before they even get one turn but it definitely definitely takes micromanagement and watching your gauges and resources it's definitely interesting and that's what drew me to it because i was just like i love rpgs but you know, some RPGs is effectively the same formula. Go yeah. do this thing. Go save the world. Blah blah blah. But like the way the combat and the story is, it's a little different. I'm just like, okay, I feel this. Yeah. this don't, you hurt, don't you Don't you hate on my RPG? <laughs> hey, the formula is the formula. I like my RPGs. Don't get me wrong. But some of them are extremely cliche, and I'm just like, I'll I'll pass, or I can wait until it's cheap. <laughs> sad, sad fact is, is I'm finishing a JRPG right now to go into another JRPG to beat that, and then to go into another JRPG. Wow. Gee, all the JRPGs. I mean, this is the best time to play them, especially since like yeah. you have all the time in the world, and sometimes JRPGs take. Yeah, even Boy, we're about to talk, we're about to like, talk yeah, about that. Every JRPG plays the same once you get down to it, but yeah. Um, also, Nick, I want you to tell me about because I actually uh, got into this myself. And I'm looking forward to getting into the next season. Uh, tell me about how Harley Quinn is going for you. Okay, so um, I think Harley Quinn, I'm watching that. Uh, so they're on the season two. They're on like five, six episodes in. I've only seen like the first three. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fun. It's fun. It is definitely pulling from like a lot of the comics from I think either rebirth or another art but like you're, it's really cool to see their take on certain things um i'm on season two so i won't spoil too much but if you haven't seen season one you gotta see season one and it's like the character development everything from season one is Harley Quinn is honestly the only reason to get a dc universe account to be honest like it's yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. the only it, it's, reason it's really good this show is like golden it's like like it, it's basically you know, it's an like, adult swim show to be honest yeah it's an adult swim show it's like especially mm-hmm. since like right now we don't have any shows that like are like rick and morty or some like really obnoxious out there show that doesn't that doesn't take itself seriously and knows its content and this mm-hmm. knows what it, like it's done in its comics yeah. this show just takes all of that and it just like kisses it because it's like oh remember that one time this character did this in that one issue that one time yeah yeah we remember yeah, we don't have one villain that you thought that was just a joke. Yeah, no, this this villain's real now. Yeah, this is mm-hmm. so it's 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 beautiful. I the love writing it. Is um, so did it cuss good. in the show? Yes, there's f bombs wow. being thrown it's, around. It's, it's, it's literally, literally yeah. an adult show. It's yeah, adult it's an adult show because there's gore. They show people dying. Yeah, I know. I know that we were talking about this like last week, and I just laughed at a clip of us the shark eating someone's head. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. holy! In crap. the first episode, the Joker just basically peels off somebody's face off his face because he was wearing their face as a mask so they can uh hijack a yacht so yeah yeah the they, show's they hilarious do not pull punches with harley quinn yeah it's good even if you don't like harley quinn you just like a different look at different dc villains i, I feel like way to look at it. i feel like with the harley quinn show is pretty much um the harley quinn that you would like if you don't like um the live action like birds of prey harley quinn or like the su- how they did the Suicide Squad Harley Quinn. Like if you don't like what DC does in their movies, most people don't. But if you don't like what DC does in their movies, this is a it. great <laughs> series because DC somehow can do animated series like damn near perfectly. Right. But they can't do 
fucking movies. So like they can't do live action movies. All the cartoon movies are great, but live action sucks. You're gonna toss that account info so I can watch this. I I got the one week free trial, and I oh. Uh, yeah, because I feel like that's the way. How are you watching it, Nick? Are you watching it, uh, you watching it legally? You watching it legally? I'm playing it. I'm splitting it with some friends. Okay, you know, we're, okay, we're okay. splitting the the DC. Yeah, okay, <laughs> hey, okay, hey, Nick. Okay. Hey, Nick. What? You wanna you wanna pass that? that code, <laughs> <buddy>? <laughs> but I, honestly, like I said, that like that's the one reason. Uh, freaking. <laughs> Remember when Justice League movie hyped everyone? Yeah, me neither. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember Batman yeah, versus Superman? True. Yeah, we don't talk oh, about that. Oh, God. Why does it... Here's here's what trips me up, right? Uh, quick little tangent. Is that my favorite director and DB combo who did the movie Fury, one of my top movies ever, uh-huh. also did Suicide Squad. Oh, God. And I'm just like, how? That's one of those things no. that you, like, clear from your resume. You're like, I don't do it. <laughs> you just delete it off the resume. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Um, and it's just like, how do they trash it so bad? Because because DC's like pacing Fucked. is they they like if it's like if DC tried to do the Avengers, which is basically the Justice League, they try to cram everyone's backstory into one movie instead of doing multiple well thought out movies over mm-hmm. the course of a couple of years and then have the movie where everyone comes together. Instead, they try to cram everyone into one movie and get the whole story across of everyone to make you care about them in like an hour and a half. Hour Which 45, and it does not work. Right, By yeah, the it, way, just, that, it makes it all rush, and you have no attachment to the imagine, characters whatsoever. Yeah, could you imagine if, like, Marvel tried to do the Avengers, and they didn't give any backstory, and they just tried to do Dude, everyone's backstory Iron at Man once? Like, we yeah. wouldn't love Iron Man as much, are you kidding me? Exactly. Yeah, Yeah. so that's what DC does wrong. We definitely want to like Spider-Man as much. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, that's, that's a perfect tangent, talking about DC stuff. I've yeah. been doing some DC stuff myself, actually. Um, I went back in time, back to like early, early, early time high school, and I started playing uh, Batman Arkham Asylum on my PC uh, because Epic Game Store is still is OP. Like I'm, I'm, a, I'm a praise Epic Game Store until they stop giving me free games all the time. They uh, never will. Yeah, they, they, they keep doing it. They keep doing it. Um, but. <laughs> Yeah, I've been playing a lot. I was playing Batman Arkham Asylum for maybe like two and a half weeks, like off and on. And Mm. uh, this game was for sure um, one of those games that one of those series that were like really big when I was back and like in high school, because I was never like a Batman fan like ever. He was like probably not one of my I'm not a huge DC fan as far as their heroes go in general. Right. But um, Batman, for sure, was, like, never one of my favorites as a kid. He's he's grown on me a little bit, but I still, like, not, not top three favorite superheroes. I'm mainly, like, a Marvel guy. Um, but with Batman Arkham Asylum, that game actually did a lot for video games in retrospect. Because this game basically made the mash this one button, press this button to counter, and then keep going, build that combo. Basically, with Bat- well, uh, Spider-Man... Uh, for PS4 did with their battle system everyone was saying oh this is like the Batman Arkham series combat system and like mm-hmm. any other game I think like some Ubisoft games do it too oh uh, you're in like a mob of enemies mash square and then you see a thing and then you press triangle and you'll counter and you'll just keep going that's what they did in Batman and I was going back and looking at reviews for Arkham Asylum and uh, like the game was just praised and then um, the sequel Arkham City is what I'm going to be playing soon 
not like Ooh. right afterwards. But Arkham City apparently was super lit. Like I remember, yeah. lots yeah. of people loved Arkham City, and then Arkham Knight. Um, people love that too. So I'm just slowly educating myself on that series. Yeah, this series is definitely a, like a grittier look at like Batman. Just the combat in general is just great. Like, if you want an action game that's like not too hard, but still has that good amount of like, oh, I feel like a complete badass, and yeah. I'm like being Metal Gear Solid doing type stuff with puzzles and exploration. Mm-hmm. This game has all that, and like, it's it's yeah. great. It's like kind of dated in the way that you can see like. Um, how the AI reacts to um, Batman being in the, sh- in the quote-unquote shadows. Because so Batman will be up, like, when you go into a room and there's people with guns, because Batman isn't invincible, guns can kill Batman. Um, so, like, if you run into a room where there's a whole bunch of guys with guns, all ha- one has to do is see you and shoot you three times and you're dead. So you have to actually, like, be sneaky about fighting people that have guns. So, like, it was it's really silly how... Um, you'll go into a room where there's like six dudes with freaking rifles and then all you have to do is take them out one by one, but you're maybe like 15 feet up in the air on a gargoyle. And then you can literally uh, swing from one half of the room to the other and your cape is draping across the ground and no one sees you. And I'm just like, okay, okay, game. That's some game shit. Okay. Um, but yeah, the game, the game was fun. The detective mode, I, I remember, was like a really big thing back then too because it was like... You can just see people through walls. You can see things to interact with, all that type of stuff. Um, I was the in retrospect playing the whole game was mostly that way. It was like seventy five percent detective mode. The other percent was actually looking at the world through your regular camera. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I remember also like in high school, people were simping hard for Harley Quinn in that doctor's uniform. That yeah. nurse's uniform, like Nurse Harley Quinn, people were simping on her super hard back then. <laughs> like, yeah. that's and what got like, a whole bunch of people into Harley Quinn in the first place, to be honest. Yep, and this game came out in like 2009. Poison Ivy, really too. Old. Poison Ivy looked clean out, also, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So, just was just going back. Just going back. What's this? It's a throwback. Nikkei in chat says, I remember seeing this one meme where uh, Wonder Woman called out Bruce for how he was trying this mega. Uh, for he has this mega corporation, instead of using that money to help Mr. Freeze, who was committing crimes to afford his wife's surgery, instead of beating him up and putting him in jail for it. Yeah, true. <laughs> I mean, that man was honestly kind of low key ass backwards. Like, yeah. dude, like, the whole dynamic with Batman and the Joker is the dumbest shit. They call it out so much, even in the Harley Quinn series, where Batman or Joker could kill each other at a moment's notice, and they don't do it because it's kind of like they're prolonging a game of cat and mouse. Like, mm-hmm. at the beginning of the game in Arkham Asylum, Joker stands maybe, like, 20 feet from Batman and is like, you can kill me right now. Do it. Do it. Kill me. And Batman just stares at him. And then Joker's like, thought so, and runs away. And I'm like, are you fucking <laughs> kidding me, bro? Like, this is so stupid. Damn. The game could have ended 20 hours ago, but whatever. You know what? Um, I, 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 I blame all the crap that Batman does on his upbringing. Bad parents, man. They, they touched on the bat- <laughs> they, they touched on the... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag dead parent jokes. Um, let's see. That would have been a good transition to onward, actually. But uh, Dan, let's see. uh, Danielle, you're watching stuff on Netflix. You guys have been yeah. quarantined and chilling. Uh, talk to yeah. me about uh this show called Money Heist that you are, or was it a movie? I'm not sure. It looked like it's a TV show. Um, okay, yeah, it's a show. I didn't even know existed, or maybe it did. I just don't pay attention. Uh, but it's I on its fourth it. season. Mm-hmm. Wait, it's already what? on season four because I'm already. Wait, what show? 
Money, money heist. heist? Because I'm just now hearing about this show. This like within the last month, and it's on right? season four. It's on season four. Okay, so like straight up, it's a um international show. It's it says it has a Vancouver like production company, but it's like Spain, and and it's like it's a dub sub type of situation where it's like, do I watch it? dubbed or do I watch it subbed and it actually took me a while because I was watching it dubbed not realizing and I'm like wait a minute these captions aren't matching their voices and their faces and what's going on and then I realized the second episode is like oh the original content is in Spanish <laughs> and I'm watching like the dubbed actors <laughs> um, and then I'm like oh and I didn't even realize it was in Spanish I thought it was in French because I saw the Vancouver production thing at the end mm-hmm. and then when I actually turned it on it's like oh no they're in Spain they're, it's speaking, they're speaking Spanish it's, it's what it is um yeah, Money Heist. Uh, it's uh, four seasons. The whole time, especially in the first season, like the first season, it's like, who do you want to win? Do you want them to get caught or do you want them to win? Like, you have like this whole, like, do I, because there's so many close calls. It's like, do I want them to win or do I want the, 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 the person? I don't know. It's hard to explain. But then there's like people you hate and it's like, they name, the, they name each other to like keep their identity secret, like, towns and cities and so this one girl named tokyo she's like the narrator but i'm like why are you narrating the show you're you're a bitch i hate you so much <laughs> i hope a, you die favor, of course Daniel. you're not gonna die because you're the narrator give like me, i hate her give me like base uh, level plot synopsis like why why are they heisting money like how okay big is the so okay i don't know why they're heisting money but they're getting money and they're in spain and they're going to the mint the spanish mint and it's like a whole group of people that the professor which is the guy with glasses he like brought everybody together and they don't know anybody they're like um they're going to the spanish mint and they're gonna like bake money so it's not just an in and out type of thing like what most are like with the joker he's like he's in he's out he's killing people he's taking the money no they're producing money that's why they have to be in there for like long time it's like this isn't a day thing we have to be in here for like 12 days how can we make this standoff last 12 days and then like there's the situation and then the professor and then there's booty i think they only keep tokyo in the show because she's got a nice ass um, <laughs> <laughs> um and it's just like do you want them to win do you not that's that's my whole thing and so i was just like it's oh. like multiple seasons so do, are they like heisting different things or is it just like one prolonged story they did the thing in the first or is it just like a whole? Is it like a whole prolonged thing? Or is it multiple things? Um, the first two seasons are the same heist, and something happens in the next. The la- like three and four are another heist. Um, but it's like they get they come back. They have to save somebody, and that they come back, and then they're in another heist, and it's it's a heist. And you're, it's like, do you do you, do you still like these people? It's like, uh, I don't know. Do I want them to win? Oh, the professor gives me such like cringe moments. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They're, it's good. It's um, they do a lot of flashbacks and they do a lot of like scenarios where it's like it kind of feels like Ocean's Eleven, where it's like <laughs> you it, initiate the flipper, the dolphin, and it's like what? And then they do a flashback, <laughs> the flipper, and they talk flipper. about the dolphin, and mm-hmm. it's like oh okay, and do all these things like the reason why we do this, and the professor's all on it because he's like the eye in the sky, and he's like not in the room. He's keeping track of everything, but when he's not there, you're like, Professor, if he was there, like, there's love, there's Stockholm Syndrome, there's, you know, there's there's all this other things, and it's like, what? And do they get out? Do they not get out? The and then the second... My question is, are the episodes 45 minutes or 22 minutes? 
45 minutes. They're long. Dang. They're long episodes. <laughs> um, but the, the third season was short. Like, third season was only eight episodes. And um, I could, honestly, my sister, me, and her boyfriend just, like, sit in the room. And it's like, money heist time. And we just sit there. And then we're, like, jumping off the bed. Like, fucking Tokyo. Why you got to screw everything up? Like, get out of here. Like, it's just, ah, Tokyo. I hate Tokyo. <laughs> That's all I got to say. She's she's a piece of shit. <laughs> in, in conclusion... Fuck Tokyo. Oh. Clip that. Uh, let's see. Um, Nick, tell me about... I thought this was the ne- Castlevania Netflix show at first, but you're actually talking about the game. Um, Mirrors yes. of Fate, which is a classic, actually, I believe. I'm not a, I'm not a Castlevania guy. Uh. <laughs> I'm on the Metroid side of the Vania, uh, personally. Okay. But yeah, tell me, tell me about what's going on with... Uh, Castle, okay. So Castlevania. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, okay. So Castlevania: Mirrors of Fate is technically the second game in the Konami being stupid and rebooting Castlevania series. <laughs> okay. So, um, I think it was like in 2011. Uh, Konami decided to make this game called Castlevania: Lords of Shadow, which is effectively a reboot of the entire Castlevania series. Um, following this uh, character named Gabriel, um, so he's gonna be like he's in the, like in a whole timeline of Belmonts and stuff. Gabriel is technically the first Belmont, and uh, uh, Lords of Shadow you plays him. Uh, so Mirrors of Fate, uh, which is I'm playing Mirrors of Fate HD, which originally was a 3DS uh, title uh, that they put on on Steam Store, and I've like since it's the second game in the Castlevania reboot Is series. It a 3DS title? Yeah, it was a 3DS title. Oh, okay, jeez. So it's 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 kind of old, but um, they re they they remarried the HD remarried it and etc. Um, so it plays like your typical uh Castle Metrovania game. Um, except there's cutscenes and stuff. I'm enjoying it. Um, I just got to the part where they forced the character switch. Which I thought was really cool because I was like, "Oh my gosh, we get to play other characters." Okay, great. Um, so you go through it. Uh, it's your Metrovania style. Um, it definitely has like some horror aspects to it, like a jump scare, a couple too. Because like they actually the jump scare sh- you in Castlevania. Yeah, yeah. Because like, I, although this is a two D series, they they have like two things running around in the background and stuff, and they'll try to do a couple horror things to try to keep it scary or you know keep the eeriness of it mm-hmm. um honestly in my opinion when i played lords of shadow the first one i was actually kind of scared because they had giant spiders in it and i hate giant spiders and i was like oh my god i was like nope nope but like it was weird because in the first game Yo, who is this dude on the unicycle you have to freaking uh, unicycle oh, <laughs> what is that? okay freaking yeah i don't know who that is what is that guy see there's i have so many questions i'm still like in the middle of the game but i don't know it's just there's a lot of weird things going on i'm confused um but it's eerie um i wouldn't say the second game is as scary as the first mirrors of fate is not as scary as the first because mirrors of fate was a full like god of war clone like the way it played like you had like you know it didn't have as much metrovania aspects to it because the first game was more like okay this is god of war except it's castlevania cloned um but it was still fun. And the first game was scary because, like I said, giant spiders and there's more creepy stuff. Like, you actually rode spiders like a spider rider and mm-hmm. had to control a spider to, like, complete a puzzle. It was funny. But, uh... Wait, was Spider game, Riders a show? Yeah, Spider Riders is an old, like... Holy crap! Box anime. Where you, Yo, I just had a... 
huge yeah. flashback moment <laughs> when you said that. Yeah, it's 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 weird. Oh but, my um, god, I'm, I'm enjoying. <laughs> I'm really enjoying Mirrors of Fate. Uh, I'm hoping. I'm hoping it connects well to Lords of Shadow Two because it takes place before Lords of Shadow Two, and it's the second game in the uh, the reboot series. Mm-hmm. And then I don't think they made another Castlevania game after Lords of Shadow Two because after that, I think like. They haven't made a Castlevania game in a minute, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because after that, they they were done with Castlevania minus the anime Netflix series. Mm -hmm. So, it is what it is. I'm enjoying it. Uh, I don't know how long it is, honestly. But I do wish the game had more music. Because if like it looks like they they has some music, but it's kind of quiet and like you're trying to go for the like ambient type of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like the, the the graphics on it aren't good enough to be like. Dark Souls or anything. It's very like 3DS game, and mm-hmm. I'm just wishing like it had more music in it. I'm like, okay, cool. You try to go the whole creepy aspect. This game graphically doesn't look scary, but mm-hmm. you know, um, I hope I beat it soon so that way I can like go to Lords of uh, Shadow Two so I can finish this reboot of the Castlevania series and be done with it. But, yeah. Okay, cool. I beat it. I, I don't have to go back. I'm done. I'll see what Castlevania has to offer with the cartoon show because I know they're changing stuff up with that too. I really so, need to watch that personally. Just, yeah, just yeah. jump into that. Yeah, it's it's good. It's on its third season. Um, yeah. But like, if you don't know anything Castlevania, that's a good place to start because they tell that story within itself is technically a prequel. Because the very first Castlevania in the timeline, the original timeline. The very first Castlevania game in the timeline is a PS2 game, <laughs> and it's like most people didn't even play it. Oop. And it's like what? <laughs> and but like the anime is following the third game, which is a prequel. Follows like years, like Trevor Belmont. He's not the last Belmont. He's like one of the mini Belmonts, uh, but he's definitely before Simon, and Simon's the first Belmont you know of from the All very right, first Kingdom Hearts. Relax. I got a question. Who would win, a Belmont or a JoJo? That is a good question. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's cool. a really yeah, good question. Who would win, a Belmont? Okay, okay. So, we need to talk about, like, in terms of which JoJo, because JoJo is just ridiculous. Okay, you know what? I'm going to give you... They kill Dio. Most I'm gonna give you JoJo three, like Stardust. JoJo three, Stardust, Stardust, Stardust versus yeah. a Belmont. Ooh, yeah. okay. So like actually, mm. so first JoJo first stands, first stands. Okay, stand. okay. What what what? Like just fighting each other without knowledge of each other at all. Yeah. Who wins? I feel like a mm. like a, feel like a JoJo character with a stand would fuck up a Belmont. To be honest. Yeah, I feel it's like, like JoJo's other. It's character. like some other. Unless, like, I think a Belmont might have a tool to actually hurt a stand, probably. Yeah. But you know what? You know what? Okay, so correct me if I'm wrong. Joseph is the second one, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so Joseph, but older Joseph with his stand, versus. A Whichever Belmont. Belmont, yeah, Belmont. That's oh no, the Belmont. Oh, Joseph, dude, Belmont. Oh. Fuck up, old Joseph. Yeah. The Belmont, <laughs> because Belmont's the reason why. But he still has Hammond. That doesn't mean anything though. Just because you know martial arts doesn't mean you're always going to get in the fight and win. <laughs> Belmonts are known for, like for killing monsters without like powers. Most of the Belmonts are just buff dudes trained in the military, not military. Through, they train through like knowledge of fighting monsters in their family. And they just learned how to fight with the, uh, and they'll use um, 
holy weapons, yeah, because you know demons and shit. Um, but like, yeah, I would say a Belmont would beat Joseph. Um, but like JoJo, like which is like JoJo, that whole series is really like heavily based on which JoJo you pick because that series yeah. in itself is full of like, oh, cool, that's that son, but he's not really related to him. He's just related to the villain's character, and it's just another stand, and it's just, it's all over the place. So, mm-hmm. and then all the Belmont knowledge is passed on through each Belmont, because there's always, always written down, which is why, like, they know so much of how to kill stuff. That's why if you watch so Castlevania... Are Belmont's just witchers? Effectively. Without the... Without the yeah, they're just I've a family. I've never heard anyone make that connection before. They're just a family of, like, demon slayers who've been known <laughs> the other way around. Okay. Interesting. Interesting connection there. Um, let's, uh, since we're talking about anime things, uh, Connor, I'm gonna let you gush for a little bit about, uh, Persona 5 again! I know, I'm uh, sorry, yeah. I'm almost done. I, I, I'm, at this point, it's just it's an update. Else. It's just an update. But uh, I finally, today, today, at 148 hours in... Oh, in Royal? Hmm. In Royal, because I fucked myself on the Uh-oh. first playthrough by one confidant rank. And so I couldn't unlock the new content. So I had to unlock the new content and New Game Plus. But... The sweet relief of me going through this new content, and it's probably just like a little bit of masochism at me at this point, but just knowing that I had to spend 148 hours to actually unlock this makes it even better. Like, I was screaming at parts, and I'm still not finished, by the way. I'm almost positive the bonus 30 hours they include in this game, a majority of it is in this final ending, in the true ending of P5 Royal. There's so much happening, and I have a question is, so this is my first Atlas game ever, um, I, I, and Persona 2. Oh, uh, it is? Okay, okay. Yeah, so I never played P4, I never played P3, oh, man. I watch movies, oh, man. I'm, I'm going to play them, but well, I'm playing P4, and I'm, I've been told just to watch the movies of P3, because um, I don't think I can play that anywhere. Um, but, uh, so, to my understanding, they always do a base game, and then they really definitive edition right so p4 had p4 golden p5 has royal i don't know what p3 had p3 has fest uh it has fest and it also has p p3p so, which is a persona portable it got ported to psp basically okay so and I added know, a new character then let's just go off p4 you did you play p4 titus uh yes i okay. didn't play golden but i played the original p4 didn't play golden okay so you wouldn't know what i'm talking about then um, I mean, I know en- enough about the new stuff from Golden. To my understanding is, in a Definitive Edition, the first thing they do is they, they better the game. Which, uh, in P5, are they do. They better the game. They add some quality of life things in the mechanics that just makes sense. On top of these little quality of life things in the main story, that just gives some more character depth. It doesn't change the story. It just gives a bit more character depth, and yep, I appreciate it that. It. Yeah. it enhances it. So it's at the end of the game, the true ending, that everything changes. So I guess in, in P4, in the true ending for P4 Golden, was it like a drastically different ending? Or was it just like uh, they added a bit of storyline? It was a drastic ending because... Okay, so they, they held to that in this one. Yeah, okay. yeah, they, they made sure to change it. Because I know the P4, the original P4 ending was like, okay, cool. And then they made an anime for it. 
and then the anime had a different ending, and then they made Golden, and then her Golden had a different ending too. So I was just like, "What?" Holy so crap. like, they really make sure that like every time they release the same content, they change it a little bit, so to give you the satisfaction of le- at least going through it again. And I've heard with P5 Royal, they definitely did that because a lot of oh, people yeah. were really holding their back, like, "I'm not gonna play this game again. This game is already super long and stuff." But like. I heard the quality of life changes and stuff they oh, made. Oh, it makes it so much better. And it, what it, here's what it is. It's Thieves' Den, at least for me. So they added the Thieves' Den, which is the collector's area. And on top of that and the changes they made with Mentos to make it just a little bit more interesting to go far Mementos than it used to be, has dressed Like, I used to be like, oh, fuck, I gotta go far Mementos to get my levels up to go through this next area easier. But now I'm like, yeah, let's go to Mementos. Let's go see what I can find because of things that they changed inside of there. And then there's there's mechanics that changed with just like confidants. They changed a lot of the confidant um, abilities and then removed some of them to move them to mini games that you get to play to unlock things for that. Like baton passes, for example. It used to be that all your main confidants, um, you know, all your uh, Phantom Thief confidants would get at certain points a baton pass upgrade well they mm-hmm. took that out they added other abilities and then now they put baton pass upgrades into a dart throwing mini game that uses the motion controls in your controller oh that's pretty cool Connor's yeah speaking spanish about this game for the past month and some change i'm just like <laughs> i'm happy for you dog i'm happy for you <laughs> I'm, I'm almost done i'm so close <laughs> i will finish it tonight <laughs> It's good. I'm glad. Uh, I like the the well, videos anyone... that came with it. Like, the... oh yeah, we so the these on these did uh, they they put uh, some of the old concerts in as unlockables, and I didn't know that. We went to go watch movies, and I bought a couple, and they had just the 2017 and 2015 concert clips, like full songs on there. Oh, yes. I'm like, holy crap! So, um, for any... oh yeah, go sorry. For anyone listening, if you don't want to spend 150 plus hours playing Persona 5, um, you can always watch the anime. The anime is pretty straightforward of how ah, the game plays, and it's I've actually heard pretty solid. Say quite op- the opposite, but then yeah, again, it's I have quite a lot of friends opposite. who are just like, if you want to experience the story, just play the game. But I mean, if you're not about logging in that many hours, I guess TLDR, just watch. The yeah. Anime, well, I can guess. I say something? Base sure. game isn't actually 150 hours. I would say everyone who I've seen play it has cracked 100 at least. Yeah, it's like it's like it's long. Nice first it's playthrough, long. you're gonna hit short. pretty high numbers. Yeah, yeah, because what happens is you you spend a lot of time trying to figure out what the fuck to do because there's so much to do in your first playthrough. But then you hit new game plus and it goes super quick. Like well, I started, me, I wouldn't game... even do new game plus. I just play it once and be done. That's just me. <laughs> That's just how I play games. I, Shut up, I, I, don't, I don't blame you. That's why I'm ahead of me. <laughs> um, I think it's cool though. I the thieves den is my favorite part. Um, on it, other than this ending, this ending's dope so far. Cool. Um, but uh, the collectibles part, just because they have a gallery section that has like a lot of really cool. That like yeah, you could probably find online. But like, how are you going to specifically search a lot of this? And it's just cool that they display it for you to. To come in and look around and roam around. Right. Cool, cool. Also, you get to play as Futaba in there, and that's all that matters to me. And also, to those who are trying to get into P5, there's actually a sequel game coming out called Scramble. I know! It's gonna be. It's effectively gonna be Dynasty Warriors Persona 5, yeah, but it's gonna say, be canon. 
I was about to say, Mark, like now Connor actually has to play. He has to get both oh, I'm playing games Scramble. now. He has to play I'm, Scramble, I'm... and he also has to get the Persona 5 dancing game because there's a whole no, no story in that shit. No, I don't. I'll no, watch yeah, you do. You better show I'll me watch the videos the for it. I'll watch the videos for it. You have to go. You've welcomed the Persona. You're stuck now. I'm sorry. You have to get the spin-off fighting game. Have you at least heard the music awesome. for the music game? Because the, the, the remixes are clean. Yeah, the, the music is great, and I don't mind watching it. But, like, if I'm going to play a rhythm game, I want to play a rhythm game I enjoy. <laughs> not not just dancey-dancey anime-anime. Sorry, that's not but my type of game. Aren't you attached to your favorite characters in Persona? You don't want to see Futaba in a sexy-ass outfit. Shaking she don't get no sexy-ass outfit. I looked ass. at her. To you. No sexy-ass outfit to you. No, but uh, honestly, um, so I got I got the DLC uh, for this, too. That was all the P5 DLC for free. Um, and they have the outfits in there from the dancing game. Mm-hmm. Um, and Makoto's honestly slapped. She got this fishnet chest thing going on. Makoto's waifu in general. <laughs> you know what? I'm a, I'm a hot take. I feel like most of the female characters in here are are waifu material in their own aspects. I don't feel like any of the characters were lost on me, other than maybe the fortune teller from a character perspective. But her abilities, especially when you're trying to get all confidants in one playthrough, are OP. They save the game for you. All right, all right, all right, all right. Sorry, That's I like could go three on three weeks in a row. Three <laughs> weeks in a row with this I shit, promise, Connor. I promise, I promise, I promise last week I'll talk about P5R. Hey, right. it's not going to get any better when Xenoblade 1 drops. I'd rather on that hear about Xenoblade month. at this point. I'm also probably Oh yeah, that new content? Yeah. content? Let's go. I want to play that myself, actually. But, uh, you ain't gonna what finish I have it, been you... playing, what I have been playing, I started playing Division 2 uh, with my friend Brendan and another member of Team RDW, Jerome. Uh, Division 2 is a game that um, came out a while ago, uh, maybe like two or three years ago. And Was I, it really two years it, ago? I think it was like at least yeah, two, two years ago, yeah. Um, but uh, I remember playing like a lot of, logging a lot of hours into Division 1 because this that was such a great uh, multiplayer experience. Like the Dark Zone being like a PvP area and you're like squatting up with like two or three friends exploring like... Uh, like post-apocalyptic Christmas Eve New York. Now you're in post-apocalyptic uh, summery Washington D.C. And this game is actually a pretty interesting game to play now because it was a whole freaking quarantine medical thing in that in that world. So it's like, hey, like living we're, it in the we're game. Peaking, <laughs> we're peaking a year in the future, basically playing this game. So um, yeah, Division Two, clean game. Uh, it's still basically just the division. Low key, like these Ubisoft games, some of them are kind of samey. Like it's just like, hey, like well, Division Two, I'd say, is a game where if you want to just turn your brain off with your friends and just shoot some shit. It's this, a looter that, shooter, right? It's a looter shooter. Yeah. yeah, it's so, but it's like, yeah, it's like a third-person cover-based looter shooter. But the environments are so clean. Like, the world is, like, it's literally Washington, D.C. Like, I'm pretty sure if we got Jameer, because he's from Washington, if he was to, if we were to get him to play this game, he'd be like, oh, I know exactly where this is. Because the, like, the geographical locations are so accurate to a T. Um, like, there was one mission I was doing where we were running through, like, the, uh, like, American History Museum, and it was super nice. Um, and the, just the environments are very amazing. I don't understand how this game looks so good 
on my PC because like my computer struggles to run like Call of Duty Modern Warfare, for example. But then again, most people's computers uh, struggle to run that game. Yeah, because it's not optimized. Yeah, but apparently they optimize the hell out of Division 2. This what game the? runs at a solid 60 frames per second or higher on my computer. It is crispy. And like, I didn't even have to buy it. It came with my computer. Um, is it McDonald's Spike Crispy? Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's like, um, yeah, it's McDonald's Sprite Crispy. Sprite Crispy. You loving it, Crispy. But it's like, yeah, like I said, it's like a game that you can play with your with your friends. Be like, hey, um, we want a game that we can play together. We're not trying to think too much. We just want to see the the numbers go up and just shoot some stuff and do some cool maneuvers. The tools Build you can get game. are really cool. Like I had, um, I have this uh, grenade where it's like basically like seeker mines. So I toss them on the ground and they roll to whatever enemies that I toss them near. And there was also like a, a drone that I can use that can, um, that can like electrocute enemies. And then um, like Brandon, he's using like a chem launcher grenade where it's like it can uh, shoot out uh, a thermal grenade that'll just blow up into fire. And then he has a turret he can throw out that'll also just shoot out flames. It's a flamethrower turret. And then Jerome has a thing where he can throw it down and it'll like heal us, but it'll also like damage other enemies. It's pretty clean when you like coordinate, like just holding a point and just fighting uh, all the large waves of enemies that come through. How much is it right now? I have I don't know how much it is right now. I think it's usually relatively cheap. It's like maybe at max no sale, it's probably thirty. But if you wait Oh wow. But if you wait, you can get this game for like a couple months ago, I think it was like an anniversary sale or something. They were they were getting rid of the game. They were giving it away for like three bucks. Like three dollars. But the base game is pretty long. Like there's a lot of side quests. There's a lot of stuff to explore. There's a lot of missions. Um, and there's also, like I said, there's the Dark Zone, which is the PvP area, so you can go through there and grind and dick around with your friends and, like, try to get higher level loot. Um, and, yeah, there's a lot of content in this game. Like, if I actually was to commit time to playing it slash streaming it, um, I would probably log a couple, like, low hundred hours into this game. I think I logged about that much time into it when I first played it. So yeah, really get really great game. Wish it was local. Wish it was crossplay because I have some friends on PlayStation that were like, "Hey, you should get Division 2. and I'm like, "I have it on PC and I can't play with you, so I'm not getting it again." Um, right. But yeah, really clean game. So Nick, if you want to play a game multiplayer, you should you could uh you could get Division <laughs> Two. You could play you could play it online or something. I mean, it sounds like fun because I like it. So I, I play Destiny. I play Borderlands constantly from freaking Borderlands. Yeah, like so I like them. It's just. I, that price tag, if it's that cheap, I'll yeah, probably check, get it. Get it on sale, like wish listed and wait for it to go on sale because it goes stupid low. It goes stupid yeah. low. This is one of those times that I'm really sad my Alienware broke because actually, I'm missing out on yeah. like the, the computer games with you guys. I actually yeah. think that um, if you were to get one of those, um, there's like some type of Ubisoft account thing that they're doing right now where it's like you can, it's basically one of their games with games as a service things where you pay a certain amount and you get access to their games. I think they're doing like a month trial or something with that and Division 2 is included. I'm not sure. I think there's a deal or somewhere where you can get this game for stupid low. So I would just, I would dig around for it. I'll actually look up something after the show and I'll see if yeah. I can find something. I'll look around because if it's that fun, that sounds like, oh, it's dedicate a, a whole weekend playing it and be like, oh, we're going. <laughs> Literally, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a game that I have been playing recently. Me and Brendan and Jerome are probably going to be playing it off and on to uh, try to clear through that. Uh, but it's like, that's just what we're going to play when we have the time to. Like, I'm not in a rush to really finish that game. Um, and then another game I have been playing 
recently, well, actually today, I played it today, um, but I've been so damn hyped for it. Aisha's tired of me mentioning it because I just want it to come out. Honestly, I want it to come out so I can when play it. When does it drop? I'm going to become a Ninjala streamer, guys. Officially, we're going to gonna try to become Ninjala partnered. I want to make content for Ninjala. Ninjala, Ninjala. Stop looking at me, Aisha. I'll kill you. Not really. I'm your baby, Ninjala. But, um... Yeah, so this game is really clean. It's basically like uh, if you remember when Naruto uh, tried to do like this game called Shinobi Strikers, which was basically a uh, online multiplayer battle arena, team-based battle arena thing. So you're literally, it's like you're playing a uh, melee-based fighter, kind of like uh, like Bayonetta or Devil May Cry or other beat-em-up games. Yeah, RIP Shinobi Strikers in the chat. The game um, is so terrible. But it, it, it was like, it was cool because it looked like a good idea. Because it's like everyone loves the Naruto Ninja Storm games. But now we're getting right. a game where we're all just playing as our own individual ninja. And we're fighting against other players. No, the game was trash. So this game comes along. And it's going to be, one, free to play. You don't even Ooh, need what? Nintendo Switch Online to play Ninja. It's going to be 100% free to play. It's basically like playing Fortnite on whatever. You just download the game and you're good. Um, but there's all these characters, um, all these ninja kids. And then there's also apparently like lore, like comparing to like Splatoon or ARMS, which are Nintendo IPs. Ninjala already has like a nine minute short you can look up online. And it has pretty set in stone like things going on already. Uh, like three of the main characters were adult scientists that were looking into this stuff called ninja gum, uh, because in their world ninjas were a thing, but then ninjas people didn't want ninjas, so ninjas went into hiding, and then ninjas had kids, and now the kids are descendant ninjas, but they live in secrecy in real life. So these three scientists are basically descendants of ninjas, and they're like, we're trying to develop this stuff called ninja gum, so it can open, it can heighten our ninja potential, so we can run on walls and do, basically like chakra gum. This oh, chakra gum. What? Um, I guess my question is, is how do they get turned into the the? Chibi so the, that's the side effects of the ninja gum. It turned them into kids, but all the other kids in this game are actual kids because they're just like descendants of ninjas and they all go to this special secret ninja academy or something um the story is developing i guess but yeah three of the main characters are actually adults that got turned into kids so the pink haired girl Bereka, she was like a 20 something but then she got turned into a 12 something so everyone's was just like how dare you ruin rule 34 with this shit um <laughs> but yeah it's a good game the customization is really heavy um like what i got to play today in the open beta um it was really clean the game controls crisply like splatoon would um each of the individual actual characters you get to completely customize you get outfits other than their Ooh. base outfits you can change their skin color which was huge for me i was like holy shit you tell me i can have Bereka, but she's black boy what oh what? That, mm, like you telling what? me i can have like, all these white-ass kids be black? Are you kidding? Okay. You can change hair color. You can change eye color. There's a whole bunch of outfits. There's emotes and stuff. The um, the gum jutsus are actually really cool. The control... Oh, like, they're, as of the day of recording, they were doing open beta testing. Um, they did it at, like, 2. 
but it it was it, the game is so popular that it actually crashed. Like the game could not handle all these people on it, so they had to <laughs> do some maintenance to the server. So hopefully tonight at ten, when they have the servers back open, I'll be able to actually play for the hour. Um, but then also like tomorrow morning at six a.m., they're gonna also have more beta testing. So I'm probably gonna wake up and like capture gameplay or something, or maybe stream. Look, it I'm morning. gonna be real with you, buddy. If if Tim Tim as an independent brand new type thing doing its servers was any indication of, of massive spikes in servers, then you're not going to be able to play it tonight. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Maybe they made adjustments over time. I don't know. Um, but I mean, it was honestly just a stress test, to be honest. Like, we all yeah, expect yeah. guys to crash. So I have a question. Do you know how many like people per match it is? So it's going to be it eight player battle royale. Um, like... Uh, fight other players to uh, gain points. Whoever has the most points at the end of the game wins. But also, it can be 4v4 um, Battle Royale, too. So, you can squad up with friends for 4v4. And also, you can do, like, custom matches, too. Like, they have a lot of really big customization flexibility in this, too, so... Yeah, how's the done. movement system? It, it Like, you can seamlessly just... All you gotta do is run towards a wall, and you can run on walls. Um, you can... Um, like, if you level up your gum enough in mid-match, you can use it to, like, uh, float down from, like, a cliff. You can shoot your gum out at somebody and, like, stick them to the ground. There's, like, So it's not a hard game types. to pick up. It's not. It's really easy. It's super easy. Dude, I'm so stoked for this. Yeah, like, if it's if you if you have your Switch or... I don't. Damn. Danielle is literally playing it right now uh, during this podcast on Animal and Crossing. And before David on a Ninjala esport. Bro, I'm trying to get some content creators to be Ninjala tubers with me, bro. I'm trying Dude. to make a team. I want to RDW, be a Ninjala. RDW, RDW, Ninjala. is going to be the Ninjala Network, my boy. Yes. <laughs> hey. Ninjala Network. <laughs> hey, man, I am down bro, for that, honestly. That means you need to go to Ninjala tournaments and everything Dude, else. Dude, I'm like, I'm way, I'm trying, bro. I'm trying. Um, but yeah, I'm really happy about that game. Looking forward to the actual release. I'm um, going to be doing a lot of coverage on it um, with gameplay and stuff. Uh, Do we got a release date? When's the actual uh, release? It comes out uh, May 28th, May 29th, which is like literally the day or day after um, Xenoblade Chronicles. So it's like a really oh, weird, you ain't seen me. Really weird release. No. But yeah, it comes out like around that time. So, But it's free. So like there's no financial yeah, stimulus, like stipulations for that. So people can just play it when they're not playing something else. Exactly. It's free, and plus, yeah. it takes a while to get to that new contact on Xenoblade anyway, so... Well, here's the thing. I never played Xenoblade. I have no idea what the story is, so I'm not even doing it for the new content. He played, I'm doing he it played for... uh, Xenoblade 2 a lot. So he's oh. Yeah, I played 2. I he, played... Could you believe oh, that this dude actually tried to tell me and Aisha that he wasn't going to get this game and he didn't care about it? But then, wait, wait, but, then the direct, but then the direct happened, and he saw the the stuff, and he was like, "Oh yeah, I'm get it. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, get it." I was like, okay, Fuck. Yeah, yeah. okay, cool. <laughs> so if you're if you're playing one, and it's your first time. It's fun. If you play two, uh, you already know one, how I crazy know. the world is. So yeah, I know. Explore I know everything. Mm-hmm. Do all the fucking missions. Do do everything you can to get exp because this game is wild and it's hard and yeah. It's oh, fun. it's a hard game. Ooh. Yeah, like I feel yeah. like it's it's a lot harder than like two was not two. hard. Two, two they made hard. extremely easy. Yeah, two two you could blow through without. I mean, yeah. I think I had one fight I had trouble with in the entire game. I feel like I'm gonna like the battle system in Xenoblade One more than two because I won't have to worry about like dealing with a stand. Oh, uh, so I don't know. I didn't play uh one um, that much to be honest. Yeah, the one is a game. lot easier. I mean. It's okay. It's harder in the aspect of like 
you have more people to control, but it's frustrating because sometimes the AI doesn't want to do the thing you want them to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you try to you try to topple somebody. Sometimes the AI won't do it. You're just waiting and hoping. Yeah. And sometimes you you're it's just under leveled and it's fights. It's been trending like people uh, were comparing the two art styles from the original game to the the remaster, and dude, it's night and day. Like the anime ass graphics that they have now are so much better than whatever the hell they were dealing with before. Yeah. I'm, I'm it, okay, so it. here's my take on that. I personally don't like it. You don't because, like it? Yeah, because the first game, it looks like Final Fantasy XII. Like, it was PS2 graphics that looked semi-real. And then when Xenoblade 2 came out, they just went, nope, we're just going to straight anime. We don't care. Straight anime. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, fine, Xenoblade 2. And then when this remaster, everyone's like, oh, no, it went straight anime. And I'm just like... I feel like that's going to kill some of the um, facial expressions and stuff, but I don't know. I know they're redesigning everything, so I'm just going to have to really? see. Really? Because the voice acting is... And... I said the voice acting in one is a lot better than two. Especially Shulk. You know, Shulk compared I... to Rex. Like, <laughs> yeah, Shulk. Like, oh, the first God. time you hear Rex do a no scream, it's so goofy compared to Shulk's yeah. first blood-curdling scream. It's so much better. Yeah, I get yeah, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, don't crap but... on Rex, though. I like Rex. I think that's also probably because just the story for one and two is just they're just massively different in terms of like what's happening in the, the whole world. Mm-hmm. Um, See, I'm I'm always going to be on the opposite end on this one, but I thoroughly enjoyed two. Yeah, I'm not saying I, 2 was bad. Yeah. I'm just saying... Yeah. Like, but see, a lot of like, people yeah. say 2 was, was bad. Like, I have a really good YouTuber um, person I like a lot who craps on 2, and it's because he didn't get past the 10-hour mark where you actually start to understand the combat system. Oh. See, I like 2, but I like 1 more because the story, I feel like, is more on the serious tone. 2 was like... Oh, cool. All right. We're going to do this now. All right. This is happening. But the lore, right. the lore that happens at the end of 2, <coughs> sorry, <coughs> and how the world was built was so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, th- uh, so okay, cool. did you play Torna? I did play Torna. Okay. I felt like if they did Torna first and just followed that way through the whole game, if we had Torna first, maybe, or like if the DLC came out like in the middle or they like forced you to play Torna in the middle of the game. So you understood more of the context of the whole thing. I would probably yeah. like it more because I really enjoyed Torna well, that's, more that's than the base the, game. That's for the the government more. I was talking about how the actual worlds and and the Xenoblades and everything was built. How do we? Oh, oh, about Xenoblade yeah, yeah. again? Yeah, it, it's yeah. We're still talking about. <laughs> it just happened. I was it, like, wait, how do we still talk about Xenoblade? Okay, Torna's DLC for um, Xenoblade Two, but it's yeah. like a prequel mm-hmm. type thing that yeah. only explains a like, war that happens. Yeah, it only explains like four characters, and that's just about it. But you, it's a different combat system. Connor, so, like, it really is. I was about to say, Connor, I'll give you, I'll give you uh, a a thing. If we're still in quarantine when Xenoblade comes out, we most likely will be. I will finish Xenoblade because I will have nothing else better bet. to do except stream I Xenoblade. Am, Xenoblade I am long, man. That that's I like am if we're still that. in quarantine after if Xenoblade June, comes out, I will for sure finish Xenoblade. June, if we are extended through June, you are streaming and finishing Xenoblade 1 on stream. I won't play it the whole time on stream, but I will play it a good amount on stream. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. I, I That's suggest okay. do the main answer. story on stream and do side quests off stream so you can get yeah. those levels. Because the game, Xenoblade 1 will punish you if you're not strong enough and know how to like, abuse its levels or like combat system. 
because that game was unforgiving because they're just like, oh, cool. You, huh, you know how to play, right? Okay, well, Biza, if you don't, you're, mm-hmm. you're going to get... They're like, oh, we're just going to destroy you. It's fine. All right. <laughs> and um, sticking on the Switch side of things, we're going to talk about our last game, which honestly has been a tradition game for the last month and a half. Um, Connor and Danielle, so you, you guys have been playing Animal Crossing together. You guys actually have a very interesting um, perspective of the game since you guys are actually playing it on the same system which a lot of people uh, have, like, their little gripes about, which I want to hear you guys' uh, thoughts on that. But, um, yeah, Danielle, Connor, talk to me about your time with uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Danielle, you want to go first? Um, well, I just want to say I have been blessed with the uh, fact that Sona 5R has come out around the same time. Because <laughs> Connor, you know, is so willing to be like, I'm playing Persona here. Take the Switch when we, because we don't live together. So I'm at my house right now, and he's playing Persona, and I get to take the Switch. I mean, I get to do all I want to do. First time Connor mentioned that he uh, was playing the game on the same system as you, dude. He got he got shit talked Like Joe was just like simp. He's simping. What I what I like never would have been. This is why we have exclusives. Exclusives matter. Um. I do. I, I don't know. I like it. I, I don't have any gripes, to be honest. I've enjoyed mean, playing it with her. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there's no, there's nothing. Except for, like, stuff where he's like, he knows I like the flowers, and then he gets a flower DIY, and then he learns it, and I'm like, bitch, you should have saved that for me. Uh, I, that only so get, happened, like, twice. That sounds angry. like relationship things. But, like, yeah. he has a lot more friends on the Switch, so then I tell him, like, you know, you go island hopping and, and meet all your friends and shop at their stores to get me stuff. Because, um, you know, I'm not friends with anyone. Ooh, or a lot bossy. of people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, I'm just using him, really, <laughs> for his connections. Yeah, bring but, me back um, some roses. Get to plant my roses. Right? <laughs> honestly, honestly, I've had a blast sharing this with her because, especially when it comes to the island design, I feel like I would have run out of ideas super quickly. But with having her around, she's yeah. been able to, like, not only come up with her own ideas, but drive me to come up with other ideas, Dude, too. if Aisha was on my island, my island wouldn't look as trashy as it does now. And I probably would have had landscaping by now. I don't have my damn three stars yet. But also, I haven't really been committing that much time to it as of late. I've mainly just been checking stores and um, getting my music and closing the game back up. But, yeah. Like, I could totally see. Like, with Connor and Danielle's island, if you guys haven't seen it... It's so, like, so Danielle, I, I guess, the way she plays Animal Crossing is she's a gardener. Like, she's a gardener yeah. type. She, like, even, like, within the first two weeks or three weeks of the game, she had damn near every single flower. She had a Well, whole, that was with my help. Cause she had what a I was whole doing, yard. Yeah. I, I was, when I went to other people's islands, I checked with her, like, hey, do you have this flower yet? No, okay, let me grab five or ten of them and bring them back to you so you can start doing so i got literally within uh, three days i think of doing that all the flowers to just give to her and do what she wanted with like a team effort so like david yeah. if you had aisha say you get tired of the game she's still on your island you know you're playing together the, the island is still evolving yeah if you're, like, bored with it or not so that's that's kind of where I see that's it. That's why like, I wish that when they said you could have up to eight villagers on the island, I thought I would be able to go to Aisha's island, talk to Tom Nook, let him give me a tent or a plot of land, and I could have my own house on her island. That's what oh, I you thought, thought it would be like an happen. actual like that's what I thought it was, together. Yeah. No, but it's that's on the it's it on the console. Yeah, but it's like console to console. I'm like, oh, that's stupid. I don't like that. It's stupid. 
Yeah. Stupid. But um, yeah, that's uh, like honestly, Connor and Danielle are like the only two people I know that actually share a console with Animal Crossing right now. Actually, I've brought this up a couple times to Connor, Danielle. If you, would you ever get your own like Switch Lite and get Animal Crossing for yourself, or would you just say, "Nah, I just want to keep playing on his system"? I mean, if I had the money, totally. So oh, you would offense. just like start everything over on your own island? No, I mean, but uh... see, I don't, I don't know that because. Me and you have put in so oh, much effort. Oh, says he shares yeah, with Katana. Cool. Okay. Um, because like, like I, my, I, honestly, my island wouldn't be the same without her. Like, I love oh, the fact. Yeah. That no, 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 no. I would say this: if I had a Switch Lite, if I had the money for a Switch Lite, and I would go, I would get my own game, but then I would make him go back and forth, bring over all of my stuff that's been yeah, in my I would, inventory. that's what I said I would do too. I would just have someone move my but stuff. Then, but then my island would be nothing because then I'd lose interest in the game at some point and then you'd have your pretty little island and do what you want with and then I I don't know. I guess for me, personally, the, the, as much as I enjoy the game, I've enjoyed playing it with her more than I would have played it by myself. Um, I see that. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's kind of how I'd be. Yeah. That's cool. We're, we're, we're that couple. We We make people vomit with how cute we are. Yes. Like, that's just how we are. Connor's unfortunately, house had a double bed, and everyone's like, "How the fuck did you get a double Hashtag bed?" Goals. And we're like, "Just like the couple to have the couple bed." Meanwhile, me and Aisha, I'm like, I'm going to her island, chopping down trees and digging holes. Stop looking at me. Stop looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, don't come here. I caught David. She's like, like, I'll kill you, bro. I caught David like day four on my island, chopping down one of my trees, and I about came at him. I'm the so Lorax. I speak for the trees. Don't lie. I have no shame. If no one's around, I will take a message in a bottle from someone else's island. <laughs> like if, they, if they didn't see it, you'll just pocket it and be like, I don't know. Dude. Oh, yeah. Okay. She's nope. stolen, she stolen stars from other people's islands. If you ain't looking at me, well, name you, name. you won't miss it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'll take I'll take your weeds. You don't get up here. I'll take it. I'll just. LMAO. Yeah. Why are you no shame. sure, Ken? Amazing. Yeah, it's fun. I like it. It's there's it's a lot of fun. What's, What's the issue uh, with having uh, one console and two people sharing it? So some people. So the thing that Nintendo advertised w confused people. Like I said, I thought it was going to be you can have your island on your console, and I can come to your island and make my own house on your island, and we can build the island together as I came over. But how it is yeah. is per console you only have one island and every other profile on your console joins that island so whoever the first person on that whole console is to make a file and start the game they're considered the yeah. got the god file and everything mm -hmm. that progresses the game forward they have to do you can't do it yeah so like that was the, the, I, I think people, that was yeah. the nitpick was that <sighs> danielle made her first uh her character first one who gets to as the character um, talk to Tom Nook and do all that stuff. My character couldn't do that, That's which I was a little sad nice. about. Which I was a little sad about. Nice. But I, Wait, dude, so I got you, this game from you her at the end of the day. Is it okay? So it's legit per, per one per switch, not profile. Can you make no, a per switch, one island per switch. If they wanted no. a new island, they have to delete that island entirely. Yeah, they have to over. delete the entire kinda, island. That's kind of yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's where that's the issue came in. But, like, if you're going in it with that knowledge, it's really not that terrible. Yeah, like, if you I understand it in the beginning, yeah. Yeah, I get it. Like, especially because, let's say siblings, for example, I could see this being an issue. 
with like kids and like you know i want to do it my way and i want to you know a family can't afford two switches and um so i could see that being an issue but i don't think it does the general masses especially everyone bought i've heard game. some funny stories about families that have one massive like one general switch like there's some i've seen some stories where it's like a parent that's like about like maybe 30 that like plays games and then their kid is like doing stuff on the island and like they see the kid digging holes around their house and like uprooting all the flowers or running through the flowers and they're like yo i'll kill you don't run through our, flo- <laughs> don't run through our flowers don't run through our flowers they're grounded <laughs> give me the switch oh um... But, um, you know, and it's, yeah, I really, I really like um, the whole update aspect where they're gonna con- be adding more stuff. Like we just got the whole museum with red and and um, uh, the paintings and leaf and shrubs and stuff. And like that's that's I think that's gonna keep the life of this game much. Yeah, longer. the game is actively getting updates. Like they recently just added shrubs and bushes. So I'm I was like as soon as I saw that I was like, oh Danielle's gonna have to redesign the whole island. <laughs> yeah, the whole island. But honestly, the problem is, like, I get too attached. Like, I know I should be changing things, but I get so attached with what, what's there. And I'm like, I don't want to destroy this garden. It's so yeah. nice, but it's old. Mm-hmm. So, are, are we destroying <laughs> that island on the left and finally making our shopping district the way we want? Or are we keeping that, that garden there? Oh, it has to go. It's going. Okay, it has to go. Okay. <laughs> got to make renovations. Dude, rip. we legit sit and have meetings about what we're island. <laughs> like, we have whole design... <laughs> meetings about what we're gonna do mm-hmm. because we know vegetables come at some point so we're already yeah. trying to figure out where we're gonna fit a garden for vegetables if anything we i'm know. just yeah <laughs> i was like i'm I just waiting for them to uh because they just added into the game uh an expansion for the museum where you can get paintings yeah so, um, mm-hmm. and the back hat on the back end of your island there was always this little patch of beach and everyone's like what the hell is this little secret beach back here and now red the fox he docks his little dingy ass ghetto ass boat in the back of your island and he can sell you art but um there's also a pier that's always on the island near the yeah. front half of it and i'm like well if red can dock his boat at the back end then for sure captain who was a kappa who owns a boat in his own island on new leaf obviously he's gonna get in the game at some point because someone has and i to feel like he's dock. gonna be I feel like he's going to be the one that gives us diving, too. Yeah, most likely, because that was a thing in New Leaf. You can't swim in this yeah. game, which is stupid. So they're probably going to patch that in, too. So oh, just no, it's, slowly... already, it's already in the game code. It's already yeah, in the so game Yeah, so they're just going to slowly be trickling stuff into the game over time. So, like, Animal Crossing is an evergreen title. Like, they said they're going to keep adding stuff to this game for, like, the next two years or so. So they're going to it's going to be a good time, yeah. That's why I got Animal Crossing onto my system. I saved it into the hard drive. I didn't get the physical copy because I wasn't even going to give myself a chance to get rid of this game. Oh, Nick, I'm going I'm to call you up real quick, Nick. Um, yeah, so and No Man's Sky is actually super updated. I, I actually play it, and there's a crap ton you can do now. They actually oh, okay. just they just put in this giant mech suit that you can build and go mine planets with. Oh, okay, so it's actually full now. Okay, cool. Yo, God. This guy's a whole new game now, yeah. Well, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. They're halfway through the updates they wanted to do. It's They've been updating for three straight years now. It's a brand new game now. Mm-hmm. I'm actually going to, once I can, like, get things figured out and school's over, I want to stream. Yeah, No Man's Sky is a great streaming game, too. Okay, yeah. I'm yeah. looking to that now. Cool. Yeah, it's got crazy shit on it now. I, I highly suggest. Plus, it's, like, 15 bucks to buy uh, at GameStop or, like, 20 online 
Does No Man's Sky have a multiplayer and yep. spaceship battles? No, yeah, that's all in yes. there. Yes, yes. What, yeah. spaceship battles? Why? The game yes. is basically yes. an MMO. The game's basically yeah. an MMO. There's, there's, whole, there's base building. There's a, a, um, new economic standards. There's, there's mining. There's in there now. There's Dude, underwater there's, shit. There's underwater base building. There's whole factories you can make. I have a factory yeah, a that mines minerals automatically all day long. and makes me like 100 million a day. And you can All just right. get the game on sale for like ten bucks at the right time. Yeah, to be honest. it's so stupid. It's wild. The game's huge. Okay. Yeah. Um, but works. with that being said, we're basically done with the show. Like we did Woo! it, guys. We're here. Uh, Ooh, thanks yeah. for staying. Shortest guys. one yeah. yet. Yeah. Shortest you said shortest binge. one. Shortest binge last yet. The average like one thirty-five. We're at the pretty much the average. Dude, length. the last three I've been on were over two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah, uh -huh. it can Sorry, be a while, I didn't talk so much. but, yeah. <laughs> but uh, shout out to our chat. Sure, you can pizza Nikkei. Also, Nick was in the chat too, talking to people. Shout out to everyone who was here listening live at Twitch.tv/commonrdw for tuning into the podcast. Like I said before, if you guys are listening in post on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, all those great places, hashtag give us five stars, like the show. Uh, leave us a review if you want to, actually. We like to start getting some analytics from all these podcast streaming services, but it's just it feels great to be doing something, man. We also have the time now, out, so we're able to post as much as we are, so it's great. Also, check out on YouTube, Retro Rant. Yeah, new show. show we started that, yesterday. Yeah, new show. New show. That, uh, um, we'll Connor be doing that twice a month. Yep, uh, yeah. and uh, catch us again next week. Yeah, we do uh, Binge Blast on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Central Time now. And then we also have our uh, commentary podcast on Fridays. Except for this week. We'll Except be at Thursday. Uh, but yeah, most weeks, Fridays at 6 p.m. Central Time as well. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for coming through, guys. Uh, Nick, Wandering Chaos, uh, plug yourself real quick, man. Hey, Wandering Chaos. Follow me on Instagram at Wandering Chaos. Under, uh, wandering underscore Chaos. So, uh, Twitch at Wandering Chaos. So, there's a slight difference. Uh, um, and that's mostly on Twitch and Instagram. So, check me out. Uh, make TikToks. I do a lot of silly stuff. I'm very interactive. We play some games together. Have some fun. Just, yeah. Hit me up. Dope. Uh, and then, uh, Connor and Danielle, thank you so much for being on the show. For coming on. Of course. Great talk. Uh, thank you for having us. Yeah. And then, yeah, thank uh, you for having me too. As well. Yeah, dude, for sure. We are a friend of the show. Wouldn't mind having you on. Nikkei, sure, you can get you guys on at some point too. For sure. And uh, yeah, with that, I'm going to end the show. And uh, yeah, keep playing games, guys. Be safe. Stay frosty. And wash your hands. Bye. Stay healthy. Bye. Bye.